0: to True Vine Talks with Rachel and Linda. We're so grateful that we're here today and that we're gonna process our counseling hats around the holidays.
1: Yes, managing expectations during holiday time. Yes, what do you think of Rachel? We think of Christmas time just off the top of my head christmas time i think like snow cookies jingle bells right santa claus christmas tree wrapping gifts yeah yeah all the stuff that we're told to think about during this time of year right
0: you're right what we're told to think about yeah but they,
1: they sing about it in all the songs, and it's in all the movies.
0: Hmm. So yes, yes, the Christmas story—that's what just showed up for me. Like when "You'll shoot your eye out," you'll shoot <laughs> your eye out. with that BB gun. Uh huh. That's a uh, that movie just plays over and over. Um. And, you know, Rafi wants this, the, the, the toy of the year, the toy of the year. And I think that's what is, you know, kind of um, a prelude into, if that's the right word, I'm not fancy, but into what we're talking about today is how do we uh, manage these expectations around the holidays, you know, and keep ourselves... Mentally and physically healthy, yeah,
1: yeah, because there's so many expectations now, right? Yes,
0: and we're talking about the external stuff, the um, you know, the things that the world tells us we need to have in order to have a good Christmas or a good holiday or whatever you celebrate this time of year. And um I I just love those Hallmark movies. I think they are warm and fuzzy. There's always hot I was thinking go. the same words, warm and fuzzy. Yeah. Fuzzy. And so you're like, oh, I just want, I want I want to create that. And I'll tell you, my sister, she can create that. Aww. That way, Mathil just going, she can create those special moments and I love it and it is so wonderful it's good for the serotonin in your brain it's good for your heart to have warm and fuzzy Mm -hmm.
1: and we love all those things don't we as humans of course we love joy and celebration and warmth and nostalgia yeah but that is not what Christmas or the holiday season is for every person.
0: Right? right. That's right. And and that's the part we're going to process a little bit about today and helping our listeners, you know, feel validated in that it doesn't, it's not exactly that. warm and yeah. yeah.
1: That's not what this time of year brings up for everyone. You know, if it does, that's great, and I hope it always does. I hope you can always relive your childhood nostalgia if, if you're able to, but if you're not, uh, then I just want to share the study that I was reading about before we hopped on here for the podcast, and um, that is the NAMI, National Alliance on Mental Illness Uh, reported a study where 64% of people who experience anxiety or depression uh, typically see an increase in their symptoms during the holiday season. That means it becomes uh, worse, (laughs) right?
0: Yeah. 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 And Rachel and I want to process why that might be. Um, If you already have anxiety, you know, difficulty controlling your worry, struggling to feel at rest, always on edge, anxious person, like if you have those symptoms, well, throw in you got to buy for this many people, you got to go to this many events, look a certain way show up and perform so yeah if you're already suffering with anxiety how does that
1: make you feel right yeah if you're worried about being in social settings and what people might think of you and now you got to go shop during the busiest time of year all these crowds and go to holiday parties ah yeah, so that I mean- is so stressful
0: Thanks, Rachel. It is. And your body starts doing the fire flight. You your stomach starts churning and tightening up. You feel a little tightness here. You're like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I can't. So then you get that cortisol dump in your gut. And then what happens?
1: <laughs> You're back. Hmm. Yeah. I just want to shut down not go anywhere see anyone do anything huh? yeah and then when you shut down
0: then there's less serotonin because you're less active and dopamine running
1: through your body
0: mm-hmm.
1: so you're yeah. less motivated so now they, there's the depression symptoms showing up right yeah
0: yeah so you're tracking this well Rachel it's so it's it's all these things happening Already on the inside, and then you compound it with all these other expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: the loneliness for so many people. Yeah, that want the festivities and, and places to go, but aren't invited or don't want to spend time with family because it's dysfunctional, it's not enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, you know, those,
0: um, yeah, that's when, okay, so this is the part, I had to look back at our notes, so this is the part where, you know, we've processed this sometime, I think we did in a podcast before, if you haven't done any inner child work, if you haven't made sense of those negative interactions with your core immediate family that you had growing up. You haven't healed that part of you that feels like you're a disappointment. Not good enough, not worthy. What happens when you sit at that table with that same family
1: that you didn't heal that part? You're going right back to little you right back to childhood yeah exactly rachel you might be in your 20s or 30s or however old right if you haven't yeah yeah if you if you haven't uh yet done this work you're gonna feel just like you did when you were four eight 15 you know however old Hmm. And then
0: you're sitting there at the table, feeling small, little you, like you said. And you know, someone says something hurtful, and you feel even smaller. And you're regretting even showing up. You're like, what? Why am I here? And so that's, that is a, I think that's what happens at these get togethers. I think, you know, the dynamics, the sibling robberies, the, I'm the best kid. I'm all these things are showing up.
1: Yeah. it can totally show up.
0: And even mm-hmm. though you're grown, those things are still underlying dormant in the, in the family dynamic. If it hasn't been you haven't done family therapy or you haven't done your own individual work around healing that inner child.
1: Yeah. Cause I, 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 a family is a type of system. What I mean by that is every person in the family tends to fill a certain role, right? Like Sometimes there's a scapegoat, sometimes there's a victim, sometimes there's a rescuer, right? Uh, you name it, the firefighter. It's like the, the, com- the family comedian, the one that can make everybody laugh and break the ice, right? Um, yeah, the nurturing one. And it's, even when y'all, you grow up, everybody moves out, you're living your own life, when you're all back together, tend to fall back into your roles.
0: And how is that
1: for the individual? I, th- I, I think it is frustrating and disheartening for a lot of people, especially people who are in therapy and are doing the work sometimes it can feel like they've taken steps backwards and they yeah. get really upset with themselves
0: mm-hmm. yeah and they become reactive at the table you yeah. know the antagonist over there calls you a jerk and says your 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 job isn't valid or you you suck or something I don't yeah. know yeah yeah and you're like Then your firefighter comes out, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you like go swinging, you know, you're like, well, I'm going to protect my ground. And
1: then you're like feeling bad when you leave the event. Oh, Yeah. You're like, oh man, this is exactly the cycle I've been working so hard to break out of and set boundaries and respond and healthier. Yeah. And you're like, I just totally forgot. I just went right back old habits yeah
0: and so that that inner child healing that rachel and i do with clients the efit emotionally focused individual therapy and caitlin's learning the model too she does it as well is let us help you heal that part of you and guess what happens if you go into these settings and you've done that inner child work what happens different.
1: I think you start to see that, I don't know, you take it less personally. Does that mean like you start to see like, oh, this is really about this other person and their stuff, right? And and their behavior is a reflection of them being insecure, not because I'm not good enough,
0: Mhm, that's good, Rachel. That's really good because then you're like, Oh, I'm not gonna get into this negative cycle with this person and this person, you know, because I've healed that inner child part. I've healed her. she's she's okay. She's gonna be okay. She don't have to fight this thing. She's been soothed in that area when they try to hurt her and say unkind or hateful words about her. She knows who she is. She's loving. She's kind. She's generous. All the things, the work that we do. And you'll people don't come in with that belief into no. therapy. You don't come in with those, I'm, I'm worthy of love, warm. Not when you have beat down by all the people you grew up with. Yeah, and remember, you don't have to be the, that role in that story in those people's lives, like Taylor Swift's song, The Anti Hero. You don't have to be the monster in these people's story, you don't have to be the villain, you don't have to be the
1: hero. You can just be you, and that's always been enough. Bingo. Always so will could, be
0: yes, Rachel. You could sit there and just be detached from the story or the the movie that's playing, the production. That's good. Yeah. And so that's how you're gonna manage those expectations when you're in these family dynamics or get togethers. And like you said, even going to social events, you know, that aren't Family related,
1: yeah. It's learning how to how to trust yourself, right? Mm-hmm. To have self trust because if you trust yourself and you're sure in who you are, and you like that person, you're learning how to even love that person, right? Then what anybody else says. It's going to be so much easier to not find any truth in it, block it out, allow them to think that because you may not ever be able to change someone's mind or change someone else's behavior, but you can, you know, and have confidence in that you can walk away. You don't have to be around that person. You can establish a boundary. Mm. you can communicate that you don't like what they're saying and if they don't stop you'll be leaving <laughs> right yeah you
0: don't yeah. want the role that the cast gave you or the production company handed you when you walked in the door yeah oh, i don't like this role this isn't me <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's empowering gosh yes no. yeah there's a the confidence that comes with healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which makes sense, right? Because we're working on all those insecurities. That's what we're healing. The fears. What if I'm not impressive enough? Not good enough? Not smart enough? Um, not likable?
0: That's good. Hmm. just go ahead and be a disappointment (laughs) whatever the role of the cast they gave you that's that's how you manage some of these unreasonable expectations the other part that Rachel and I processed which all that is just super spectacular to know I mean that's that's the ticket it's learning who you are and being that person the other part is the materialistic part of the holidays is you know the expectation that you buy a, a $2000 gift for I mean what what in the world has wild Rachel I don't know the history we know no. Jesus was born we're celebrating his birth but we don't know when all the I'm sure it's the companies that brought this consumerism yeah into
1: and we love to give gifts and I love Oh my goodness, gifts. it's one of my favorite things to give gifts. Yeah. I don't care if I get a single one, but I love giving someone a gift and watching them unwrap it. Yeah. Yeah. It don't have to cost $2000. No. It can be something I made with my polymer clay, right? <laughs> that yeah, I rolled out make- on my <laughs> kitchen table and <laughs>
0: expecting that yeah like, it's no no expectations that's the thing is you know uh, and you might even you might name it to tame it to your kids hey kids i've got some extra bills this month we can't afford to buy that kind of gift uh,
1: sorry i don't know
0: yeah yeah
1: you deserve it and I wish I could and I would love to give that to you yes yeah
0: validate that you want to and you long to but you don't want to go into debt for it right
1: yeah the reality is this is the budget and if you want to pick something out in that price range I'd be happy to get it for you exactly exactly Lowering those
0: expectations around material gifts. I don't love you more because I bought you a a big gift. No.
1: Yeah. That's not what that means. No. And even if someone's love language is gifts, it doesn't have to be expensive. It's the thought put into it, right? It's the oh wow you got me this because you really know me, you know. Mm -hmm. You know my favorite scent is lavender, so you got me this lavender candle, and I love it. Thank you. Right? Is lavender
0: your favorite?
1: I I don't know. I just. (laughs) 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 Oh, Linda wants to know my favorite. Because (laughs) I. it's a good one
0: it is um yeah so what what do we want to leave with our listeners about managing expectations and
1: keeping yourself healthy yeah if christmas has never been perfect before it may never be perfect and that's okay Ooh, that's good. Is that like one of those hard pills to swallow kind of thing? Yeah.
0: Yes, that's perfect. If Christmas has never been perfect before, then in all likelihood, it's not going to be. Yeah. hmm I like that. So that's that's what we want You know, our listeners to do is to Lower the expectations. Manage your own mental, physical health. Probably don't go into settings or events that you haven't done the inner child work, either on your own or with a therapist, which I highly recommend. Not because I'm a therapist. Well, sort of because I'm a therapist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, I know it helps. I love therapy.
1: Well, oh, if we set. know it works yeah 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 totally biased when it comes to that right but yeah I don't know I like to think of it as like you know if we've got a scale from zero to 10, 10 being yeah. like perfection right zero being misery the worst if our expectation is up here at a ten but reality year after year tells us right that you know reality is a, a five or a six right somewhere down here yes we cannot force reality to become a 10 mm-hmm. no matter how hard we try but we can always lower the expectation to a five or a six Positive we do
0: power. have that power we do have that power you're right yes so do something that's, you know, good for your soul around the holidays. What makes you feel warm and fuzzy? Yeah. So, well, we appreciate our listeners. Is that, does you feel like that kind of gives people a good feeling, Rachel, around how to manage expectations?
1: I hope so. And if not, I hope we at least normalized that If you are one of the people that do not experience a lot of joy and connection and warmth during the holidays, you are not alone.
0: You're not alone. And there's all kinds of events. There's all kinds of churches that are hosting things. You can come to my house. Um, I won't invite you to her house. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you come over, I'll feed you, you know. It's all good. Don't don't be alone at Christmas. Call someone. Email someone. Text someone. There's people people are not going to turn you away unless you're being a jack wagon and come up drunk and act stupid. Most people are not going to turn you away at Christmas, yeah. okay? <laughs> yeah. So we appreciate you guys listening and we hope it was helpful. And I'm just grateful for Miss Rachel. So